You have everything you need inside of you to create anything in your life that you desire. That is such a great quote. Welcome to HEAL, conversations to guide you toward personal growth and overall well-being. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of HEAL today. I am so excited to get to know and to talk to Stephanie Asello, who is an inspirational author, as well as a mystical poet, which sounds so mysterious. <laughs> Welcome, Stephanie. Thanks for coming on today. Well, thank you, Liz, and, and thank you for inviting me. I'm really looking forward to this uh, next hour. Yeah, we'll have fun. We're going to learn a lot about you, though. <laughs> Mm -hmm. ah, so I, you know, I was looking at your bio and I was really excited that I learned you were a teacher in another quote life. Um, and as you know, I just told you that I was also, and, and I love that you're not anymore and you're doing something completely different, but let's go way, way back. We're going to get in that time machine and go, <laughs> we're going to go way back to even before. Tell us a little bit about your life and what brought you through to teaching and then to where you are now, if you don't mind. No, I don't. Um, <clears throat> well, now remember I'm 70. So way, way back is- Well, I didn't know you back. were 70. Oh my gosh, you look fabulous. Way, way back is way, way. No, but um, uh, originally I'm from New York. You can probably hear my accent. No, um, I'm from Boston area, so hopefully you won't hear mine because I have worked hard as a teacher not to have that accent. <laughs> oh, good for you. Um, it you slips know, out, though. I was born in Brooklyn, uh, where the mantra is, uh, what are you looking at? But anyway, besides <laughs> that, I, uh, but I lived most of my life on Long Island. And when I was younger, I lived right on the water. And nice. uh, I was always amazed by the natural uh the, the the natural law of of the environment mm -hmm. I, I and even when i was younger so because i was immersed in that and that i think sparked a lot of my inner uh exploration and mm -hmm. um <clears throat> and then um i always wanted to be a teacher but then i decided not to do it and worked in manhattan which was another trip and oh my uh, lord <laughs> but it was it was a really great experience uh yeah. working in manhattan because you have to be in it, but not of it. And uh, so, and I used to meditate in the bathrooms in, on the sixth floor. <laughs> and at that time I started a TM. Do you remember Maharishi Mahesh Yogi? Yeah, I, I was know very that young. Is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, and, uh, and that was really one of the first introductions into meditation, which was great. It still is. Yeah. And um, it's, it's simple. So what happened was um, I was a, lived a little bit of a reckless life. Um, in a sense of, you know, a little drinking here, uh, you know, smoking, uh, different varieties of things. And I think I love you already. <laughs> I was from uh, the, you know, uh, the Woodstock era, um, yeah. you know, and so, uh, you know, and but I felt there was something really wrong. I felt an imbalance in my life. Even mm -hmm. when I was young, I was angry all the time. Interesting. Uh, you know, and yeah, I was like, you know, uh, you know that New York. Do you know why? Like, was it because of the environment? Was it? Well, it was also because I was imbalanced. I was, yeah. uh, you know, I, I don't think 
I was listening to my inner self as much, you know, I was too much doing other things. And, and then one day I was in a little town in Long Island and I'm walking past the store and I see this sign and it said yoga lessons down the block. And I said, oh, you know, hey, you know, maybe I should try that. Maybe I can get back to balance a little bit. Um, now, my main concern at the time was, well, if I do yoga, do I have to stop smoking? I mean, that's the kind of head, <laughs> that's the head that I had at that time. But anyway, I, I did do it and uh, it changed my life because not only yeah. did I take yoga classes, I became a, what they call a pillar, uh, a devotee to the, there was a guru there, a woman, mm -hmm. Garani, her name was Garani Anjali. And I became, um, I, I immersed myself into that. Wow. Uh, um, yeah, after six, seven years, and um, it was great. I mean, the whole focus was just learning about one's inner self and and how how it affects the outer self. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I remember one story which I say a lot is my first job in the ashram, and an ashram is a place where you study yoga, mm -hmm. not just the postures, but the texts and mm -hmm. um, and the science behind it. And I remember my first job was cleaning the toilets in the uh, vegetarian restaurant that they had. And I remember cleaning the toilets. It wasn't a pleasurable thing. And I'm thinking, wow, this is karma yoga. Wow, I never thought I can reach enlightenment cleaning the toilets. <laughs> so I'm doing, now eventually I hated it. And, I, and then they switched me into other things, which I didn't do very well either. Oh, but then no. I worked in the, I worked in the vegetarian restaurant. I did okay on that. Uh -huh. But um, it was it was a whole new world that opened up, a whole mm -hmm. new dimension. We're multi-dimensional beings. Uh, I was only in the 3D dimension at that time. And then all this other, I mean, it was just amazing uh, yeah. experiencing life in, in such a different way. So I always appreciate uh, the ashram and the Garani Anjali, who, or Guruma, we used to call her, who introduced it. But then there was a time it was to leave and, and live on my own. Yeah. So and, what, what do we, why, why do you think you had to leave and live on your own? What did something happen? Well, you know, or did you just have a feeling it was just time to move on or. Yeah. And that's a good question, Liz, because, you know, in any organization, if it's a spiritual organization, I even think a religious organization or a corporation, you know, there's a part that you're not living sovereign. You don't have mm -hmm. your sovereignty. Because you, you're depending on, right. And I thought now it's time for me to take what I've learned and go live in the mainstream. And I always wanted to become a teacher and I decided to go back to school. Yes. <laughs> because I'm Which thinking was, now my head's going ahead a few years and I'm thinking, yeah, talk about being part of an institution where you're not yourself <laughs> what it, meaning in, in in teaching just teaching just teaching you know you're just part of the I feel like I was just part of the churning out the kids and they're all doing the same thing they're all learning the same way and they're all looking the same thing like I don't know go ahead no I hear you and yeah uh, well I you know at the time I didn't really realize that. Um, no, I not was, at all. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, 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 no. And I'm only just realizing this after only 16 years of doing it, you know, like just, oh no, what have I done? <laughs> well, it has gotten worse in the last few years. It's changed for sure. Yeah. So I was in 1985, I think, when I was teaching. And um, I taught um, all the grades, but especially special ed. Yeah. 
and, um, and older kids, middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. So I, when I went to start teaching, it, it really wasn't bad in the beginning. They let me have the reins of it a little bit too much because they didn't uh, control the kids too much. But um, I, I'm so glad I did that because I learned so much through the kids. Yeah. Because every day was a challenge for me. I I went home so many times crying and I had a co-teacher too, that we worked together. And there was a point where I said, you know, I don't really think I can do this anymore. And, and what happened was we were, I I was co-teaching, we were sitting in a circle and the kids were eighth graders. And a lot of them had real severe disabilities, emotional disabilities. Okay. Not physical. Um, And we're sitting there and we're looking at this circle of 20 kids and they were all doing something very bizarre. Like one was fighting, one was throwing something. And, and I, I looked at my partner and I just burst out laughing. I couldn't stop laughing. And the kids- I, I've had days like that too. I've had the, days like that too. I remember yeah, one, it was a one specifically, it was 2017. And I, I had a class, it was a class. And it was, um, there were five and six. And mm-hmm. someone was coming in to observe the be- a behaviorist was com- coming in to be- observe the behavior of one student. Uh, meanwhile, she could have filled a book with all 23 five-year-olds. Um, it was insanity. My, my teaching, teaching aid was behind the group, um, you know, staying out of it so sh- the observer could watch true behavior instead of her intervening. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh one of the little girls in the front got up she said can I can I give you a hug I think this is how it all worked out can I give you a hug I'm like not right now not right now and she got up and she did it anyways and then everyone else wanted to get up and give me a hug and and I and I was just like <laughs> I can't and I just looked at my aide and, and shook my head and we just would laugh or cry it was one or the other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's it laugh or cry that year I don't know what they learned <laughs> Uh, I hear you because the laughing was a release I wasn't making yeah. fun of children no and no I, not at all it's just like oh no and I realized at that point I had to make a change yeah <laughs> so I was looking through a magazine and I saw this class in Queens New York um, about becoming a holistic counselor I said okay that's what I'm doing so we actually she went with me we went there uh, I call him the guru in polyester pants because <laughs> when I first saw him I said, oh my, I thought he was going to have long hair, look like Jesus Christ, you know, the beard, you know, teach me all about spirituality. And, and meanwhile, he had polyester pants on, a tie and glasses. He looked like an accountant. Yeah. And I, I was ready to leave, but he was probably one of the best teachers mm. and mentors I ever had. So that's why I do not judge the book. By never, never. No. And, um, and the thing was, that's when I started listening more to my desires and and my passions and teaching was not it anymore because of the way it's conducted it's you know the test and it wasn't really teaching anymore at a certain point and I know you understand that Mm -hmm. so um I did do that and I started doing classes and um and while I was going through the process of the ashram and that I was getting these downloads of insights and I would always write them down on these little pieces of paper and I put them in a box. Mm-hmm. And, and then one day, of course, I put them together and that's the books uh, that I'm, we're talk, gonna talk about later. But um, yeah, and, and part of the whole thing is 
listening to your desires. I know it's scary because mm-hmm. it doesn't follow logic sometimes. Right. And, and trust, your passions. You don't have trust. to make a change right away, but you could start entertaining it, start investigating, you know, and start doing this. And, and, um, and I think that is one of the most important things for anyone to experience their authentic self is dying to come out and it talks in your desires and your passions. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing is and, about passions yeah. and desires and getting to that point, you had that, you had the years of yoga and the ashram and you became more, you know, quiet and listened and aware. Um, but a lot of people right now are just stuck in that um, get up, go to work, come home, make dinner, go to bed, get up, go to work. So they don't take that time to stop and listen or, or just sit quietly, even if it's just for 10 minutes and focus on their breath. Or I push meditation all, I mean, all the time for people and, and meditation can be different for everybody the way that you do it. But it's so important because how do you come to know what your passions are and your inner self and your true self and all mm-hmm. of that stuff if you're busy focusing on so many things outside of you? So it's really important, everybody. Who's well, listening. that that is really, and that's an, a very important um, point that you make because the way life now is, especially, is um, everything's very, very fast. And... Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I wrote my books, because everything in there is even the meditations are under five minutes, because it, no matter what you do, it doesn't have to. You don't have to sit for 60 minutes anymore, you know, and meditate and, and, and do all that. But you, you do need to take that time out once in a while and not only meditate, go take a walk in the nature. I mean, there's or just take stuff. a walk in nature, Use it. quiet your yeah. mind. Yeah, really just having a focus other than everything that's outside of you, like work email, kids, um, responsibility, like every, just focus going inward for just, even if it's just journaling, pick a question every day and answer it. You know, I just, people need to slow down for a moment so they can continue, yeah. Well, <laughs> but then also so they yeah. can know who they are and what their loves are and their passions and all of that stuff. Well, I'm going to interject because you just interject said who they are. And that's, that is one of the most important questions we could ask as conscious human beings is who am I? Yep. And one of the things that I, I, I mentioned to you before is um, to simplify it, we're multidimensional beings. You know, we have emotional sides and intellectual, mental, physical, but there's two main uh, aspects of who we are that is one of the most important things that I think to be able to find out who am I really? You know, what does my heart long for? You know, what, why am I here? Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I'm going to say, I call them the big S. Oh, yeah. Like Superman and the smallest. Okay. Talk, and, talk to me, sister. Go ahead. All right. Here we go. <laughs> I did. I was the Boston accent, right? I think, I don't know what that yeah, is. I, don't, I think that was more Long Island. I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Long Island. Long right, Island. So, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. So the smallest. Yeah, is our personal self, the one we call by name, Liz or Stephanie, the one that has likes and dislikes. I like ice cream. I like this. You have preferences. The one that um, is part of the egoic mind, not a bad thing, but it's it's part of that self 
that navigates to the physicality. It's part of what we identify with our body and mind, yep. who we think this is who I am. Yep. I am this person. Okay. However, it's a limited self. And then when you associate with the egoic self, or in yoga, they call it the hamkara, that personal self, mm-hmm. it's fear-based because it knows the body is temporary. Okay. Right. And so you're, you're in a fear mode more now, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it shouldn't be in the driver's seat. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. So now there's the big S and that's the part of us that witnesses and is, and uh, everything we do in is pure awareness. It sees through our eyes, not from our eyes. So like, for instance, it's not that hard, you know, it sounds mystical, but I'm going to make it unmystified right now. Okay. You go to sleep, you wake up, you go to sleep and you have a dream. Yeah. Right, Liz? You yes. wake up and you remember, oh, I had a dream. Well, if you were sleeping, what was witnessing your dream? That's the big S. Right. All right. You were an infant, a baby. You had a little pudgy little body. And then I did. I still do. Into, yes. Go ahead. And now, and now you get older <laughs> and all this. The body changed drastically, your thoughts changed, your ideas changed, but something remained the same throughout all those years. That's the big S. I like, that's the great way to explain it. Here's another one. Yes. Because this is what people, you need to get, have a relationship with. So um, you have, um, look, we know the body is perish, is going to perish. I mean, we see it all around us. But yet we live our life like we're immortal. That sense of immortality is the big S. So the trick of being a human is not to disregard the personal or the egoic self. Or just to go into the greater self. It's to integrate both to become a union. And that's actually in alignment. The absolute self and the personal self. And once that happens, the greater perspective of what your life is about is in everything you do. And it's it's mystical, but it's really not. It's with us every day. It is, it is. Does and that um, make sense I, to you? Yes. <laughs> so the big, let me just say one more thing. The big S is kind of like the GPS. Yep. It's like standing on the summit, looking at our lives at the valley. Yep. So it, it's standing on the summit is connected to that creative intelligence that moves everything in this universe yeah and once you tap into that when you do certain things you have the universe or that creative intelligence in collaboration with you all the time of course we go so you you can't not be doing you because you're connected (laughs) say that again (laughs) so i know so many negatives in there so if you're connected to that big s that creative intelligence, then you can, you'll never not be you and who you're supposed to be. Right. Because yeah. the personal self is the expression of, of that big S. It, it yes. makes, you know what it's like? It's like nature. Yes. And you have nature, right? The trees, the, the, the ground, the, the sky, what we the environment, what we consider nature. But that's the bigger aspect. Mm-hmm. But the flower is one of the expressions of it. So that's right. what we are. We are an expression of a bigger aspect. Right. Okay. 
Does that make kind of sense? You're connected to that bigger aspect, which is what this is what I was trying to say in my head. It all made sense. When you are aware and connected to that bigger, then there's no way that you cannot be who you are meant to be. Because that's who you really are. Right. Not the limited personal self that's going to die. That's right. (laughs) That's who you really are. (laughs) So very good. Yes. (laughs) I think I got it. Okay. I think you got it too. Okay. So, uh, all right. So then you went and all right, where are we now? That was I don't mind know. Blown. No, my I, mind I, is blown. What? So well, we, then uh, what I, I I remember. Then I just I, took all those little uh, pieces of paper that had the insights. Yes. Yeah. And I put them together in a book because I really feel it's the right time. Uh, I, the first book I published was in two, 2019. Yeah. And of course, I left my teaching job, and, and this is what I wanted to do. And I have a ranch too, and a fruit farm on top of it. Oh, and, what kind of fruit do you grow? Oh, Lord, I have plums that are bursting, berries, apples, pears. Uh, Oh, and I have a vegetable garden too, but I have fruit trees. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. I always wanted to do that. So when I left my teaching job, I bought a little farm, Ranchette, because I have two horses. That's fabulous. All Mm -hmm. right. So let's get to those books. Let's talk about those books. Um, I know there are two of them behind you. Um, What do you think if we take a real quick, tiny little, tiny little quick break and we'll come back and we will discuss um, the two books, Balancing the Stones and the other one is called Pour Me Another Cup. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. And we'll talk about some of that mystical stuff in there. (laughs) All right. We'll be right back. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Yep. If you're in the Mansfield, Massachusetts area and are looking for a space for yoga, meditation, great workshops, and life coaching support, check out Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Mainstream even has a couple of virtual options if you don't live close by. Check out their offerings at MainstreamMeditation.com. You can also follow Mainstream Coaching and Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. The name is Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Thank you so much for joining us again. I have Stephanie Asello here on this episode of Heal. She is an author and a mystical poet. She's more of an inspirational author and a mystical poet. And we're going to talk about her two books that she has written and you can get and read and become inspired by her stories. Um, So Stephanie, tell us a little bit about those books. Which was first? What can someone get out of it if they grab it for themselves? And then tell us about the second one. Okie dokie. <laughs> um, both books are um, a collection of mystical poetic insights um, that I call heart writings. Yeah. And there's stories in there too. They're fun and, um, and uh, short. And um and also, I consider them universal wisdoms. Great. So, um, pour me another cup. Mystical writings to illuminate your soul was my first one, mm-hmm. and I just put out uh, another one called Balancing the Stones: mm-hmm. Mystical Writings to Wake Up Your Soul. And there's going to be five of them, all relating to the elements of of, uh, of the earth. So, pour me another cup is water. Balancing the stones is earth, and then the next one is about fire. I love that concept great oh goody and 
They're inspirational, lighthearted, very short um, insights, or I, would, I consider them universal wisdoms because I, I think most people can relate to it. They're not religiously affiliated. They're love and consciously affiliated. And at the end of every chapter, like a bal a pour me another cup, at the end of that chapter is very short meditations, three to five minutes that have something to do with the subject of that chapter. Everybody is busy. So I took that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, balance the stones, the end of that chapter are contemplation questions. I was going to ask you. Okay. So this is what this is what popped into my head. And I'm sure, excited. Sure. Do you mind if I ask? Okay. No. Um, even if there isn't, like, let's talk about pour me another cup. I know you said there are meditations, balancing the stones. You said there were contemplation questions. Is that what you right? Just, so what about pour me another, pour me another cup? Is there an opportunity for people to, even if it's not in the book, would you, how would, like, would someone use this book in that manner, reading the first, like a first part of it, and then maybe just journal on how they feel about those insights that are in there? I mean, can people use it like that? Absolutely. You can use it anyway. The way I envisioned it when I was putting up, definitely time was part of the, because again, when I speak to people, because I used to give, I, I give classes, I haven't gone, done any uh, lately, but um, you know, the big thing is I don't have time. So uh, these are kind of a book I envisioned on your nightstand or on the coffee stand or at your workstation or, you know, just carrying it around. And if you feel like, oh man, I just got to get a little centered, turn to any page. Oh, I love read that. that. Yeah. So you don't have to read it from cover to cover. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and I can guarantee you, well, I can't guarantee you, but I'm hopefully that it's going to apply to what you needed to hear at that moment. To bring yes. Yeah. So the universe so, knows which page to stop on for you right then and there. <laughs> and you'll find it anyway. You'll look for that that yeah. reason. Yeah. And the meditations, you can go to any one of them. Yeah. Um, they're really simple. Of course, journaling is part of that too. I, I give some hints on how to do that. And on the balancing the stones, the con there's a contemplation question. I talk about it a little bit, you know, uh, or write about it. And then um, to just journal briefly, what mean you know what does that mean for you mm -hmm. you know like what does your heart long for that's a very important question so they're kind of questions like that and then they get a little bit deeper as the book goes on but yeah you can just do those too you can do anything uh, you know it, it's a very versatile book to uh, help bring one to start exploring their inner frontier and that's that. the main thing is you know the inner frontier, the invisible, is what creates the outside world we share. The mindscape is the landscape. I'm going to write that down. Did Hallelujah. <laughs> Preach it. Did you? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, did you make that up? No, probably not. I think I heard that from somebody, but I love that. But it's, um, you know, uh, I wish I knew that I would get, I would give credit, but I did hear that. And um but I love that, that it makes it very simple. Mm -hmm. And because your mind, thoughts, beliefs is what creates the outer world. It's and, funny because uh, when people talk about manifesting and creating and creating the life that they want, I don't, I don't know that they realize that that's what we're doing every single day, whether we know it or not. We're literally creating the life that we, that we have 
<laughs> it might not be what we want at the time, but it's because of our inner mindscape that is creating what's out in front of us. Exactly. Truly. Truly. And you know, and you know that that and this uh, this is what I feel. I do feel there's a conscious evolution. Mm-hmm. There's no question there's more awareness coming in. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's and it's occurring more rapidly. Yes. So, but that conscious, what I feel the evolution of consciousness really is is we're awakening to the fact that we can create the world we want mm-hmm. you know by by we're not by just our, bystanders we're not just exactly um, yeah, yeah passive so, bystanders here we've had everything to do with what's happening right now absolutely and not to blame no but to be aware because we can change my, it exactly <laughs> you know and um and it really and it, and that takes one first one has to have a desire to want to understand these realms a little yeah, bit yeah i was gonna say aware be aware first that right, yes you have to have that desire yeah. and um, and belief and belief well yeah but if you know if you just entertain it in the beginning you, then yeah. you're gonna see the evidence so it's like that's true but that's true. um but i think the creation is in our hands you don't have to change eight close to 8 billion people in the world <laughs> to transform but you do change yourself have responsibility for yourself of the way yeah. you think the way you behave the way you act the way you believe and realize now think of the word circumstanceless yes circumstance i'm writing it down circum right circumference yep so what you think goes around even feel yep. then it goes into the vibration of the shared world you experience, you go, oh, that's real, and it comes back. Yep. So everything you are experiencing, Liz, is yourself. Yep. How do you, so, and this says it right in the world, it's hiding in plain sight. <laughs> Here's another one. Can I give you another one? Yes, I, I this is the stuff I talk to my sister about all the time. Oh, I, we good. recently were certified in Ho'oponopono. Do you, are you familiar with that at all? No. Okay. It's all about what, what you're talking about right now. It's similar. And it's just about the self and how everything it's, it's just what we're talking about. Essentially Excellent. Well, everything that what, you think, you know, it's projection, projection of you. Um, anyways, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, no, I, I hear you. <laughs> and, and I'm glad to hear that. I have to look that up. Oh, it's but good, so yeah. let's take um, our face. Yes. We could you see your face without a mirror or reflection? No, I can imagine what I think it looks like, but but, but, but you no. can't see it. No. Okay. So the face is only seen through a reflection or a mirror, right? Yeah. So now, if I asked you to bring your attention to your face right now, yep. What's what? What is your face? What's in your face? Uh, it's what I can feel on my face. No, what, but what are you actually seeing? Ah. Nothing. <laughs> no, you have to be seeing something. You're seeing everything that's in front of you. You mean right now on Zoom or do you? Uh, meaning, yeah. So like if you put attention to your face. Yes. And what's in your face is everything you're facing. Oh, you mean if everything in front of you? If it's your computer, if it's yeah. your, do what's you see what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes I so do now. that's an yes. indication you know, you can't see your face because your face is everything you are facing. Damn, right? So now here's... <laughs> so here, let me just, I'm going to say something and I'm going to swear. So you're going to have to deal with it. It's all right. Okay. 
Um, I'm from New York. I had to calm that down a little bit. <laughs> I had to calm that down for 16 teaching years. Now I'm like, blah, 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 blah. Um, so in that Ho'oponopono, in one of the in one of the modules, you're watching the video and you're learning about it, and you're like, they keep repeating over and over again. When you get this, shit's gonna hit the fan. <laughs> shit's gonna hit the fan, and like, it's funny because it's like everything that we realize, the truth of what you just said is true, and I know that, and I knew that. The way you presented it though was a great way to present it, and oh, a different way that I've in a different way that I've heard it. So it's a new way of me knowing that truth of, yes, everything I look at as me, it's a projection of what I'm creating. Um, and then, you know, like shit hits the fan because you're like, holy shit, I'm responsible for all this stuff that is in front well, of me. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and what so, and then why the, the shit is hitting the fan is because it's a realization. It's yes, exactly. Because you know, one of the biggest thing is never, I don't think you should, if anybody says anything and it relates to you, that's something, but you has to be your own experience. Mm -hmm. Nobody else's, mm -hmm. you know, you can get motivated, you can have mentors, you can get inspired, but if it's not your experience, then it's not going to be an experience. Yep. If it's not really doesn't feel true to you, then it's really not for you. So exactly. So yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm glad that did that because, um, the other thing is, um, you know, concerning how the world is a reflection of us, that mm -hmm. circumstance. Well, if I was in front of a mirror mm -hmm. and I had a top hat, da, 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 I don't know why I think of a top hat, but I always do. Remember that frog in that cartoon with the little top? Okay. Yeah, so, I do. Uh, <laughs> I do. Isn't that so funny? If I, I want the mirror to reflect that top, me wearing the top hat, do I put the top hat on the mirror? what's going to no. happen i have to put it on me yeah. and that's how the world operates it's an instrument that doesn't play on its own it plays by the breath given by each individual individually and collectively you want to see that top hat in your world put it on you yeah so and that is one of the biggest conscious awakenings mm -hmm. that i think uh, uh, that we're moving I, agree. I think we're moving towards a lot, actually. I, I agree. Seem like that if you I agree. I feel like, and this might be controversial, and I don't mean it to be offensive to anyone, but I feel like 2020 did a lot of did that for a lot of people. A lot mean? of us went inward during COVID. I think. Oh, oh, um, 2020, the year. Okay. I'm sorry. Yes. So the pandemic, <laughs> that little thing, the pandemic, that that little thing that we all went through. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like a lot of people took that opportunity to go within and to really try to change themselves. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping if they did, that they're seeing a difference in, in what they're facing outside <laughs> in front of them. Right. That would be you nice. I, I think a lot of people too, you know, yeah. uh, unfortunately there is some that time. are very confused over it because they, uh, the outer world is too much investment. You know, it's, it's a, it's a mixture of both, you know, and I do, I've yeah. been lucky to, known people who have decided to either go in a different direction with their career or at least start taking care of themselves physically mentally a little bit better or just learning new things because they had the time or they were quote stuck at home so what else was there to do so a lot of people learned a lot of new things learned mm -hmm. more about themselves um explored different 
things which may have led them to different avenues which is great absolutely which is great but you're right you got to start with yourself if you want to change the world you have to change yourself exactly and you know and and think about you know uh if if people just take at least be assume full responsibility for their inner state of being not reacting so much but responding and that is when the smallest and the biggest is working together So um, getting back to the book, the reason why I wrote these books is not only to go within oneself and uh, quickly, because that's the that's the theme of the times right now. Right. But I really feel that humanity is at a real critical point um, Mm -hmm. in human history. Um, And that point is making the decision what kind of world we want to live in. Mm -hmm. Okay, so are we do we want a world of love and fe- of love, kindness and tolerance, or do we want a world of fear and discord and violence and hate? Mm-hmm. You know, it's in our hands, and I think once there is an awareness of how we are part of that creation process of the world, and the first, and so you go, all right, how do you do that? Well, the first step is start looking within have enough courage to start looking at yourself Mm -hmm. the second thing is be the world you want to live in Mm -hmm. so if you want kindness be kind if you Mm -hmm. want love be loving if you want to if you want um to be heard well then start listening you know yeah (laughs) and 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 once be the world you want to live in and remember then that's going to be part of that circumference or that circumstance and as as each person is doing their own thing it doesn't have to be the same then there'll be a critical point where it the world that we share becomes can have a transformation Mm -hmm. a shift Mm -hmm. not everybody's going to be the same it's just like you don't see a flower and a rose they're all different but they're all expressing the nature they're all expressing who they truly are and Mm -hmm. we're like that as well Mm -hmm. so uh, it's right in front of us that's why spending time in nature i mean between the fruit farm uh, i got so many writings out of that in uh and realizations. And what about I'm the always, horses? Do you also oh, get a lot from them? They're such. Oh my god, they're my gurus. Oh, I love horses. Oh, thank. Oh, yeah, I have. Oh. A, I I love them too. They're my big thousand pound babies. I love. I just think they're so connected and intuitive and spiritual. I don't own any. I have never been near any. I just oh. when I see them, I almost I I, I I'm gonna cry right now. Well, you have to come over and meet mine. You know, um, I'll be right yeah, there. <laughs> there, you're right, and you have to be very in the present when you're with them, and that's yeah. one of the biggest things. Yeah. What a great lesson that they're teaching. Yeah, they. Well, here's another thing. Yeah. Go, go for <laughs> you it. Got me started, Liz. Well, that's you, why you're. Look at them crying. That's why oh, you're here. See now, now that is an indication of a passion and a desire you have. That doesn't mean you have to go hop on a horse. But maybe you have to go visit one. And it could see be very healing, right? It could be very healing. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be your experience, whatever that is. Healing or Stephanie, maybe, I don't like you anymore. Look at me, I'm sobbing over empowerment. here. Empowerment. <laughs> that means it hit a point. So that's yeah, no, I think that animals in general for me are just there's me too, me yeah, too. They're absolutely. spiritual, intuitive beings. So and you know. <clears throat> I mentioned about a guru that I had before, which I, again, she was great. 
But I, as I started to, which I consider evolve consciously and more aware of myself, the gu a guru is in in your I face all the time. I know what you're gonna time. say. I know what you're gonna say. Okay, go ahead. So exactly, you want to say it? Or you want you? I hope I know what you're gonna say. I'm thinking you had this teacher at the time, but really, you're your own teacher. Well, that's the main point. The guru yeah. is supposed to teach you about the guru of yourself. However, right. sometimes it doesn't happen. But uh, yeah. but what I'm trying to say is ahead, the, yeah. the guru, the teacher of, look, what does a teacher teach you? The teacher teaches about yourself. Yeah. And that's in your face all the time. I had a fly once, <sighs> a, you know, a buzzing little fly that was a guru. I was up at State New York. I was in a really funky state where, you know, I was just like really one with nature. I was like, you know, I wasn't, I was kind of like really high, but not on drugs. And uh, this fly landed on my shoulder, big one. And I'm looking at it. It's looking at me again. I always say it probably sort of thousand of me, but I was so <laughs> and I was feeding it my muffin. And at that point I had an experience where we both recognized each other's divinity. I love that. Yes, I'm, I'm getting very verklempt right now. So. Oh, no, and, we're a mess. <laughs> and I know we're going to be crying. <laughs> and I realized oh. that this, this flyer taught me about my divinity, a fly. Now, not, I, know, I don't know crazy. if it was on poop before or what the heck it was on, but everything that you are faced with has the divinity of the I amness of you is in that. If it's a yes. fly, if it's an atom, if it's a horse. So everything is a guru teaching yep. you about you. The only yep. thing you, one has to do is just be open to it and acknowledge it and have the desire to learn about oneself. So uh, even a tomato, that was a guru. I called it to Swami Tomato Nanda when I was planting tomatoes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that small little seed. Yeah. You put it in the ground, soil, water, and sun, and you get a fruit from it. How does that happen? Which sustains life. But but how does that? How does I know I know it's so in that it's seed, like a miracle that tiny yeah, little seed. There you go. There's the mystical, and that, you know, and in that seed, Liz, is the blueprint of what it's becoming. Yeah. So the tomato is becoming what it already is. Do you understand that? Yes. All right, we follow the same pattern. We are becoming what we already are, but where is our seed? I don't know. <laughs> it's within your soul, within your authentic self. It's within, I know. okay? We are I'm becoming just, what we already are. I, and just, what I are need we? to write this down. Oh my God, you're just, <laughs> you're is it in your book? Tape? Is it in your book? Oh my goodness. No, yeah, I have everything in my book. It's, 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 you'll have it on tape, yes. But, so do you know I never say, I never listen after the fact I never go back and listen oh okay. because of my own voice more than anything not because I, oh, I don't no. want to hear it no 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 it's fine I just like okay this is great I know it was, this is great this was great I, I so, need to buy both of your books though so oh well that would be very sweet so yeah. what I which they're available on Amazon, but anyway. Oh yeah, so send me, I'll look for the link too. I'm gonna actually look for it when, again, I'm gonna look for it when I hang up here, but I'm also gonna send it to a couple of people I think would really like it too. Wow, thank you. I oh my gosh, you're kidding? That. Yeah, I have a little business here and we do a lot of this kind of stuff here. And I just think, you know, when I ask people to try to journal, 
And they look at me like, no, thank you, Liz. Uh, this yeah. might actually, that's why I asked you the question, because this might actually be a jumping point for someone when they're not someone who likes to Absolutely. write or journal. Just look well, at that. What is that? The, what do those words mean to you when you read it? Think of your in like yourself and your whatever. So I'm going to buy them so I can look at them and see if I absolutely. can. Absolutely. And help. contemplation, actually uh, balancing the stones because there is a journal, um, an opportunity to journal very short yeah. at the end of each chapter. I have a little, I'll, I'll send you the little journal that goes along with it. That is that on I, Amazon? No, I, I've been doing that when I do lectures and stuff. I raffle them off or something. It's a small little journal oh, and, uh, and it, it has balancing the stones on it. I'll send that to you. You don't have but to do that. I want to. Oh, thanks. Oh, please. <laughs> I'm just excited to look at them now because I feel like, you know, having every tool in my toolbox to be able to help clients who come through here. Um, I think you'll, you'll really, uh, you know, the... Um, so, so I just wanted to, could I just finish one little Oh my gosh, thing? yes, please. I just got too excited okay. about what you were so saying. So when I was, uh, when I had my guru, Tomato Nanda, the, yeah. I realized that that tiny, you've seen the tomato seed, that tiny little seed produces all this beautiful red fruit. Yeah. I think tomato is considered a fruit. It and, is. Um, and, and that blueprint is in that seed. So if you think about the movement of life, or I call the mystical movement of life, everything is becoming what they already are. Yes. So that means we are too. So like I mentioned, so where's our seed? It lies in our desires and our passions within our soul. Okay, so we are becoming what we already are. And then the next question is, Liz, well, what are we? Who are we? Well, ah, so that's a good contemplation well, that's, but that's, question. It's so funny because that's the meditation question, isn't it? So when mm -hmm. I was trained to be a mindful meditation teacher, those were oh, the questions. Nice. Like, who am I? Why am I here? And that's what you think about. Like, who am I? Who am yeah, I? And, and when yeah. you're starting to ask those questions, that means you're moving along on the, I feel, on the conscious evolution. Doesn't make it better. Doesn't make your, it just means now you're reaching a little bit of a higher or maybe a much more higher vibration. Yep. Now you're entertaining those kinds of questions. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Instead of, you know, what am I going to eat? How am I going to get yeah. a job? That, you know, yep, so yep. that, that those are, those are important too, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I call those one and two questions, meaning, um, <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you something. Um, <laughs> one you and two, me. meaning the root and the sacral chakras, like the one and two basic needs. Those are just those things. And they're important, but they're, and they're great for foundation and all of that stuff. But those are just, I kind of like physical things. So sometimes when I talk about those physical things, like just in my head, I say one and two. You know, but see, that's the thing too. The chakras yes. are great indications of where you're balanced and not balanced. Yes. So we are all of those chakras. We are that root chakra. Of yep. course, we have to be concerned for our survival. That's right. Our physicality, That's right. right? There's nothing yep. wrong with it, but nope. it shouldn't take the It's not the, the only lead. thing. It's not the only thing. Exactly. Yeah. But of course, it's fun. I mean, yep. to, in, you know, I certainly rather have a car that works every day than a car that's breaking down because mm -hmm. that's part of my survival too. Yep. So it's, and what happens, the chakras are great indications of where you're balanced and where you're not. Yep. And, the, you know, and it's not to 
you know, just like people say, oh, the ego is so bad. No, the ego isn't bad. We need no, the, the ego. ego. We also need the ego to stay safe at some yeah, level. And it navigate. Keeps us safe. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it shouldn't be in the driver's seat. Somebody nope. said, and I don't know who, the ego makes a great servant, but it shouldn't be the master. So oh, then, that's good too. yeah. So then you should the write master? that down. <laughs> uh, write it down, write it down. Put it in a box. Yeah. And who's the master it. is the, that higher witness, the big S, the GPS, the witness standing on that summit, the drone that's flying high and can see the we landscape. We should call it the GP big S. I did. I had a term, but I forgot what I used. I used the, the higher self, H-A, I forgot. But I yeah, like it's that. like yeah. The, the higher self GPS. <laughs> I like it. I do like that. That's awesome. Can you just, we, we're running out of time, but could, is there anything else that, I, I'm sad that I'm running out of time. Um, this has been so much fun, but is there anything else that you want to share with anyone? As far as the books, I'm going to link those on our podcast notes. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to probably go buy both of them right now, maybe on Amazon if I can find them. And um, is there anything else though? Any well, you can of- find them there. They're both there. The, okay, the, I'm going. If you, go to my, if you go to my website, I'm going to multitask right now. I'm going to Amazon. I'm going right to the source. Well, the web, the website will bring you right to them. Okay. I have little links on the website, but you can do whatever you want. Okay. Is there anything like any other mystical insights that you want to share before I ask you my questions? I ask everybody. One one of the most important things to evolve and to be aware and to awaken and have is to have fun in this life. You'll have to learn how to play and have fun. Fun is that, I don't mean drinking and drugging, that kind of fun, but enjoy things, enjoy what you love to do and play because play is the intimacy of life where you're not thinking of anything. So that has to be a part of your spiritual practice is play and and be responsible. Fun is being responsible. You know, something that's nourishing who, who wants and to be fun. a big grouch all the time what no no one likes to be a big grouch <laughs> you're not adding to anything in the in the universe and one last thing i want to say is the basis of existence is the universal language and that is the vibration of love it and is that is part of the bigger s and it's not loving of something it's the vibration of love that i call pure awareness consciousness that which moves existence and that's your back to zero when you are when you are at that point of love then you are connected to source and you are able to create and gratitude is one way of doing it so joy appreciation yep all of it all of it all of it do you hear that everybody jeez do i have to keep telling you this everybody just kidding well you know it we do forget it's like uh we do well and one great thing about getting lost i got your books i got your books i got your books get the balancing of the stones first i got both i got i just ordered both of them you're kidding well thank you gee whiz i'm gonna have i'm gonna send you something (laughs) no don't send me anything i should get it by wednesday (gasps) i should get it in two days please can i i can't send you anything it says that I placed the order. I want, I don't even remember. Like, I don't even remember hitting. I, I shop so much on Amazon that I don't even remember hitting place order. So now I have to confirm. I have to, I have to check my email, make sure I actually ordered it. Well, oh, yes, there's, a, there's okay. so much more to cover. 
and uh, which, you know, I, I love, this was great. It was very easy speaking with you. And oh, I thank you. That. But you're not going anywhere because I ask everyone oh. three questions at the very end oh, of the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Don't be sorry. Um, okay. Ready? I'm ready. When you are feeling at your most peaceful, what is it that you're doing? Nothing. <laughs> okay. Now the answer can be one of one or two of your books. So I'm going to ask you this question. Just keep that in mind. If you had to recommend a book for, let's say, a client or a best friend or someone just to help them through life, what would it be? To help them through life. That's a big order. Uh, well, well yeah, you I, know, like if they're not feeling so great or any book, like just to help pump them up or any for any reason. Well, there's a, there's a few. Of course, I'm going to say mine are great because they're not. But if you wanted to read like a regular book, I don't know if you know Peter Russell. He just came out a book, uh, Letting Go, I believe. Very oh. small little book. And he, he, he packed everything in there in a very easy way to understand. Okay. And uh, also, um, if you really want to get intense, Rupert Spira, S-P-I-R-A. And his, his new one is about happiness. He's very, he has a lot of YouTube. I go to his, some of his, his, work, his workshops. He, he's amazing. So there's, there's so much stuff out there. I mean, Abraham yeah. Hicks, people like oh, her. Yeah. Love she it. started the whole momentum of law of attraction, even yeah. though it was before her, but she started to be in the mainstream. So yeah. there's so much on YouTube. But again, if you listen to somebody, see what inspires you. I, I can't stress this enough, but I, you have to have your own experience. Just don't take somebody else's and make it yours. It has to be yours. Right, right. I love recommendations, right. but if it's something right. that doesn't connect to you at all, then it's not for you. So, and also, you, you know, learn to do it. You, you got to have your own experience. And that's Absolutely. the only thing. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. Ready for the last one? Oh, there's another question, right? One yeah. more. There are three. Um, if money was not an object, what would you be doing? What I'm doing. Perfect. <laughs> and that's the show, everybody. Do you know that most, most everyone says that? Um, I'd say about see that, 90, that's great though. Isn't it? 95% of my guests see another 5% usually say traveling the world, which is great as well, because it's just more experiences and opening up the mind and understanding. And, and they do say usually traveling the world and doing what I'm doing, but traveling the world doing it. <laughs> I'm like, good, that's fine. Uh, no, I, well, that's actually very good to hear that because mm -hmm. I'm not saying that I don't have desires to do other things. Absolutely. But money is not the reason why I'm not doing it. That's right. Okay. And that's even, right. you know, I, I never let that stand in the way. You could always figure out a way with that. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie. It really was such a pleasure to talk to you and to hear your story and uh, all of your insights. Uh, they're amazing. I would say you should write a book, but you have. <laughs> well, right? I'm writing my memoirs. You should write your memoirs. I am. I'm, I'm almost done. It's called The Ultimate Story in Our Journey Toward an Awakened Humanity. I and love that. And a lot of funny stuff in there. I think there probably will be after today's conversation. <laughs> I can tell that there would be. So thank you so very much. Um, everyone thank else. You. Oh, you're welcome. Everyone else, you'll see all of our podcast notes when this episode is released. So you can go grab those books yourself. But if you wanted to grab them before this episode is released, you can go to Stephanie's website. Can you just shout out your website and then I'll announce the names of the books again? Sure. Uh, it's Stephanie. Acello.com, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E, 
P-H-A-N-I-E-A-C-E-L-L-O, like one word, dot com. And over there, they have links to Amazon to purchase the book. There's, po- there's some podcasts on there and, um, and some other things. So, so and, the and names of direct the books. to my Facebook too. Right. Perfect. Yep. I saw that little link at the bottom. So the names of the books, Pour Me Another Cup and Balancing the Stones. There are going to be three more in that series of books. Well, the next one is coming out probably fire. in a few months and it's called Fan the Fire. And that's Mystical Writings to Ignite Your Soul. Okay, that I can't wait for because I'm a Sagittarius and I'm a fire sign and I'm a so anyways <laughs> that and I was going to say something else. What is wrong with my brain? It just left me. Balancing the stones, pour me another cup, go to Amazon. I think you should get those before. I don't I, I don't know. I don't know why I'm saying this because it doesn't make sense. So forget it. I'm not even gonna say it. Um <laughs> anyways you should have a podcast I think that's what I was gonna say that's what you should do you should have a podcast oh gosh yeah between the the fruit farm the horses and right right Right? uh well you know I don't know right now I I, this is kind of fun you were great it's very easy to talk to same here thank uh, you I appreciate you uh giving me the platform to express oh, thank you. Thank you for expressing in those books and everything. I, I just, I can't wait to get them two more oh, days wow, and they'll be wow. in my mailbox. <laughs> and I'm going, I'm going to mail you something too. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Everybody else who's listening, I'll be returning back in two seconds. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. Bye. If you're in the Mansfield, Massachusetts area and are looking for a space for yoga, meditation, great workshops, and life coaching support, check out Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Mainstream even has a couple of virtual options if you don't live close by. Check out their offerings at MainstreamMeditation.com. You can also follow Mainstream Coaching and Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. The name is Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. And here I am. I am back. Just came back to say one more time, thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited that you enjoy this podcast and keep coming back for more. We can't wait to see you next time. But until then, may you be happy, healthy, safe, and live a life that's filled with ease. Thank you. Bye.